Lock on transporters. Beam us up. Scotty. If everything goes according to plan, come beam us up. Captain, beam me up. Hello and welcome to Pot Me Up Scotty, a podcast where we rewatch all of Star Trek in chronological order. I am Andrea. And I am Oshin. And today we're discussing three episodes. Because they're so good. Episode 23, Regeneration. 24, First Flight. And 25, Bounty. So let's start at the beginning. Regeneration. Borg casualties from a century earlier are reanimated by a research team. The Enterprise is ordered to intercept them before they can escape. Episode 21. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you said this was a tour, I was like, okay, well, fair. And then you said this is a three-year, and I was like... Yeah... <laughs> what is the for, level for, for listeners she was like twitching her eyes like a face does not compute <laughs> yeah um first note going into this episode will the events of cogenitor be mentioned no nope. they're not. <laughs> nope nope <laughs> nope no repercussions um i have a question for you though on this one okay Were you aware, or to what extent were you aware of the Borg before this episode? None. Have you seen them in anything else? You're testing my memory. (laughs) I know. I mean, the name Borg sounds familiar, but I mean, Borg is a normal name for an alien. Borg. Yeah, it's kind of... Like, it could have been an alien in Doctor Who. It's kind of Borging. It it is very Borging, like this episode. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know... The Borg species, if I know them or not. Okay. But from the look of them, no. Okay. I don't remember cyborgs in Star Trek. And so when Archer is talking to to Paul about Cochrane's speech and his encounter, that means nothing to you? No. I was thinking how very convenient that... This is the first time mentioning them in his speech. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Not that I can recall anyway. Okay. No, I was just curious. I was just curious because this is one of those instances where I get like the Borg will appear again. Wait, um, is that No. What's the name of the alien that Mr. Kirk fights? And he's like a dinosaur. No, that's not them. What's the name of it? It's not Borg? I don't know, but it's not Borg. Is it Korg? No, uh, see, it's so, so basic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, spoilers, they, they will appear again. Okay. And this is one of those instances where I can see why they wanted to use them. Like, mm-hmm. as a kind of Easter eggy thing. But also, I feel it's diminishes them slightly and it diminishes their initial appearance. Can you tell me in what show or movie 
I think their first appearance is the next generation. Okay. And so to have this reveal that actually we may have encountered them before is a retcon. I'm looking forward to getting to that and seeing if it's ever mentioned or do they explain it away or is it just forgotten? I mean, this was made after the next generation, so it's obviously not going to be mentioned. So Exactly. So it, it presumably was just conveniently forgotten or they lost the mission log for this particular yeah. episode. For this one only. What was your opinion of the Borg? Borging. Very Borging. Okay. I mean, if they could regen, is the snow making it so they can't... Like, is it a temperature that they have to be above of to be able to regen? Because they're machines regenerating. It's not like bacteria. Yeah. So why couldn't they... Anyway, I don't know. As I showed you, I put it on 1.25 speed, and then I ended up at 1.5. Did you put all three episodes on 1.25 speed? Yeah. At one point or another... Because this was so bad for my ADHD. It felt like the only note that I have for this one and the next one is the same note. This was the most boring episode I've seen. I had to go to 1.5 in the end to years from my lifespan. (laughs) And maybe it is because I don't know them, right? Like I haven't seen the next generation, so I don't know the Borg and then I don't care for them. Yeah. But I don't think they did a good job of introducing them as an interesting plot point in this one. Call me crazy. No. And, <laughs> and this is what I mean by it kind of diminishes the Borg. So the Borg are a really cool villain. And I'm not going to go into why because I don't want to spoil it for you later on. Because I'd be curious to see how you feel. Okay. Because we're now doing the reverse. Where you've now experienced them chronologically. as This is their first introduction. Whereas I actually got the first introduction. So I'm curious to see how you react to their their uh, their reappearance later on, because they are kind of they're very similar to to the Cybermen. I got such strong Doctor Who vibes from this episode, and not in a good way. I think if this had been a Doctor Who episode, it would have been much better. But I don't know. It's just weird for Star Trek Enterprise to deal with these kind of creatures, like. You can regenerate yourself and be stuck on ice for a hundred years. And also, also, if I was Captain Archer and I was in the middle of a time war and suddenly... Oh, wait, hang on. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. What's the time war? (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly people from a hundred years ago that we didn't know were on Earth but were found on Earth, I would have been suspicious. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, obviously, they would have been wrong in this instance. But I would have been curious, like, do you think it has anything to do with the time war? Is it not very weird that they ended up stranded on the Arctic Circle, whatever the fuck they were? But that's just me. Well, they do they do hint at it. And I thought they were going to go down that route when Archer is telling to Paul about the speech from 100 years ago. Right? It felt like it, but it didn't. Yeah, but they don't actually go down that route, which is really weird. I think what I what I don't understand about the Borg, and I don't, I can't remember if this was brought up when they're in their future appearances, or if this was a new kind of exploration into how they work. I don't understand how the nanotechnology reproduces metal and transforms flesh into metal parts and cybernetics. If it was iron, 
then I would understand because there's iron in our blood. So they w could take iron from our blood and transform it. Uh, I'm not sure if it was fucking titanium. <laughs> like, where did you get the titanium from? Because they seem to imply that all of the cybernetics, including all the wires and optics, are all made by this nanotechnology. Whereas previously, from my understanding of the Borg, was that they abducted aliens from different species and modified them through surgery. Oh, so they made a, like they made a cyborg. Yeah, well, that was my understanding. So again, I'm looking forward to seeing how accurate that is. But it makes more sense. Yeah, they did mention that they took their young and changed their temporal front lobe, whatever. I don't know. the Something in their brain for a machine. Oh, that was a different species, though. That's the attention I paid to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flux was using that as an example for... Ethics, right? Yeah. Okay. The ethics of replacing. Listen, I I would love to be a cyborg. You would love to be a cyborg. Yeah. Why? Take my uterus away. Install anything else. A printer that works. I don't know. A printer. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's hilarious. But then, what would you sacrifice to see the dinosaurs, Andrea? My printer. <laughs> <laughs> Turn me into a cyborg and then instantly return that printer back to the fabric to the fabric now. Is that Spanish? To the to the The uh The place where you make things. Factory? Thank you. <laughs> 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 that that word okay. never works with me. Um anyway. So no no lasting impression from the Borg then? I didn't care for them and it's funny because when i read the description for the episode they mentioned the borg like borg casualties from a century earlier who are they like if you hadn't seen anything if you're starting star trek it sounds so like oh you're gonna know who they are this is gonna be so fun and you're like you should Andre. you would i would but who are they <laughs> yeah it is definitely aimed at Star Trek fans. Yeah, because it's not like Andorians. The Andorians were introduced from zero. It's like, oh, they're from a neighboring planet to the Vulcans and they have this relationship. These ones are like, oh, they're re regenerating? Okay. Oh. Yeah. And with a temporal war, the first thing I thought was, oh, people from the temp from the future went to the past and got stuck. That's what I thought. But no. No, that makes sense. I know it does. I know. How did you feel about the... It was a very long opening to this episode before we actually got to the Enterprise crew. I feel like that was it was unnecessarily long. Yes. And the scientists... Are stupid. I mean, seriously. Now, I'm a bit confused because initially I did think these scientists are idiots because I think they said... There's no reason to assume they're hostile. But... Like, the arm they were looking at literally had a, a drill they for a hand. They crashed into the planet. Like, if you were friendly, you would have contacted us prior to coming down. Or, like, as you were coming down, trying to make contact, and we would have the log for, oh, someone crashed here, and they were trying to reach us. But no, you came in, crashed. I didn't even consider that. But, I mean... That, yeah, I get that too. But the fact that they have these 
they don't have hands they have this drill thing yeah let's or... not assume they're violent and hostile but le- let's also not assume that they're just they're good yeah exactly yeah <laughs> like be prepared for everything please and then and then i was really confused because when reed and flocks are analyzing that arm they say oh but th- there's no trace of a weapon what is that for then they can analyze it from a picture no, they can't, Andrea. They can't. Modern technology that we don't have yet. Sure. <laughs> it's a fiction in the science fiction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a drill. Maybe it's just... A drill for what? What are they drilling? Each other? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, questions I think it's, is... I think it's made clear in this episode that it's not how they they reproduce. It was clear to you. <laughs> nothing was clear to me from this episode nothing (laughs) what is your understanding of the Borg from this episode then (laughs) they have pointy eyes okay and they moved in a sphere okay and do you know what their motivations are Probably to kill everybody and turn us into cyborgs. Okay. Exterminate. It's going to be a long time before we meet them again. You'll probably have forgotten. What, what was it that the Cybermen said? Deleted? You'll be deleted? That's so bad. The Daleks had exterminate and the Cybermen had deleted? <laughs> I think it was, yeah. So It sounds familiar, but I think it was also something else, but I don't know. Because the Borg say assimilated. I feel like the Cyberman was a synonym for assimilated, but also I think it was deleted because they deleted your memories. Like Someone did say assimilated. Possibly. Exterminate is just so much better. Yeah. Can we can we talk about how, how bad the security officer was who was left to protect blocks? All of them. All of them were, were bad. All of them were bad. Like, incredibly bad. Like, who gave them jobs? Reed. <laughs> Do, did Reed give them jobs, or did Archer hire them and assign them to Reed? Yeah, probably, probably that. Either way, you're fucked. What do you train to be? What do you study to be security a cop? weapons officer in Starfleet? You're just a cop. Because. You know, Archer is obviously a pilot. Mm-hmm. Trip is an engineer. Mm-hmm. Then there's like science and communications officers. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of imagine what kind of modules and lessons they would have taken in Starfleet Academy. Do security just study guns? Yeah, probably guns and safe, like Tactics. self, def- yeah, self defense maybe. Yeah. Taekwondo and karate. Yeah, I think they're just cops, literally. Right. Conflict, de-escalation, how to shoot. Pew, pew. I mean, they they could definitely go go back. back Yeah. They should get a few more refresher courses in shooting, I think. When you are as bad as the bad guys, go back. I liked how quickly Archer was like, just eject them. We need to eject them. Very decisive. Unlike Archer. But yeah, that was a very unlike Archer decision. I mean, his his indecisiveness came back a couple of seconds later when he said, I'm not willing to give up hope on the humans yet, even though they'd been taken a lot 
earlier than the people he just ejected. Yep. But what would Archer be if not illogical? <laughs> exactly. But did it, were you, I mean, obviously I know you were bored. Um, Out of my mind. But <laughs> Incredibly were bored. you not obviously worried because it's a TV show about the Enterprise, you know they're not going to be in any danger. But did the idea of the Borg in that moment being kind of unstoppable or... Not so close to the end of the season, but not the finale. And also, no. Okay, that's fair. How did you feel about Fox's arc? Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I'm just trying to get anything out of you on this episode. <laughs> I want to move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wanted to move on 24 minutes ago. I know, but I feel like, you know, some of our listeners may have actually, God help them, watched along with this episode. So and I'm so sorry for them, <laughs> but I'm sure they don't want to spend more time talking about it. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about it? No. Do you want to do the awards one by one? We should do them one by one. Uh, sure. Uh, spin off of a character. <laughs> Absolutely not. Horniest you moment when it finished. Star Trek Borg? Ended. No. <laughs> Line on a t-shirt. The end. Will it be a contender for best or worst episode? Absolutely yes. This is the worst episode. <laughs> <laughs> and would I ever recommend this episode to anybody? Only if I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, hang on, hang on, hang on. We have to go back because... We we skipped over horniest moment. No, there's not just the end of the episode. I was so happy. I think we have a contender here. Okay, go ahead. I think there was a flirtatious delivery mm -hmm. when when Hoshi delivers the food to flocks. It's gonna be a few hours before we catch up with that transport. I'm sure that Captain Archer wouldn't mind if I stayed for a little while. Kept you company. I thought there was a, a note of flirtation. It's Hoshi and Flux. No, there's not. Yeah, I know. I know. I just, I just thought there was a note of it. Sure, you're wrong. She said, "You know, you've looked after Let's me enough on. times." Okay. <sighs> Thank fuck. <laughs> Twenty-four. I first did. Hang flight. on. Hang on. No. Oh come on! It's just a science nitpick. You like those? Okay, go ahead. I will allow. It. <laughs> <laughs> she genuinely cheered up. It's like, okay, I can... <laughs> it better be good, though. It better be good. I'm concerned. There's a lot of pressure on this. Um, Starfleet, able to send messages and communications instantaneously across space. Don't work like the, that. The, the Borg message at the end is going to take 200 years. It's going to take 200 years, guys. It won't work like that ever, ever, ever. Especially because fucking Enterprise is so far away. What the fuck? But two, it's going to take 200 years to reach reach the Delta Quadrant. I wonder, I wonder where Starfleet would be in 200 years. I wonder will that coincide with maybe the Borg's original introduction. Who knows? When will we find out? Okay, we can move on. Thank you. 24. First flight. <laughs> Captain Archer recounts the story of a warp engine test to T'Pol. This is just... 0.13% less boring than the previous one. I'm going to fight you on this. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I found this episode boring. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't like this episode. 
but I still think uh, what's it called? Carbon Creek is the most boring episode. Okay. Well, I don't agree. I don't agree. Let's agree to disagree. I did enjoy that one, so it's not going to be an equal thing. But this was so boring. What the hell? I, listen, I love I love Academy Days, and I love when they go back to how things were before. So much potential. So much potential. And then it sucks. They didn't even give us any bad wigs. I mean, usually when they do right? flashbacks, you know, we get some terrible wigs. They look wigs. exactly the same. Yeah. And this is, I worked it out. This is set at least seven years before where we are now. And they look too old to be rookie pilots. Yeah, I agree. But we got an origin for Trip. We found out where why he's called Trip. It's boring. <laughs> yeah, I know. He looks so good. As a baby, that looks exactly the same as seven years in the future, but like he looks so good. What kind of wig would you like to see on Young Trip? What hair do you think he would have had? Long, a mullet. Yeah, like a. I was thinking mullet. <laughs> yeah, like Patrick Swayze. Because he's like he's young. I mean, he's younger, but he's he's younger than Captain Archer, and he's in like I don't know. He he's from the south. Yeah. Just give him a mullet. Be brave and give him a, a mullet. Yeah, but I agree. No. No. What what wig would you give Archer and the other one? I think Archer. I don't think I'd give Archer like a, a wig with a different hairstyle, but mm-hmm. I'd maybe maybe slightly longer hair and mm-hmm. darker. Yeah, because make he's him gray. look a bit younger. Even though he's not grey now, he should be. But just maybe I'm trying to think of the hairstyles of one of the characters in Dead Poet Society, but you know, he definitely went to a preppy school like that. Yeah. And so would have had a, a preppy haircut. Like, he definitely wouldn't have had a mullet. No. You think the haircut that Trip has would have suited Archer? Like, the one that is, like, all combed back and, like, very neat? Yeah. He definitely needed longer hair and darker. Yeah. I would have hated that. <laughs> I hate that kind of hair hair. It, it would have made it at least slightly amusing, though. Yeah, I mean, it would have made a difference between the present and the past Captain Archer. I mean, this was just, oh, filler. They gave us 26 when they should have only given us 24 episodes. We have to we have to get filler in here. They could have made it 24 and got rid of regeneration and first flight, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I, they didn't even give Admiral slash Commodore Forrester a wig. He should have had a wig. No one had a wig other than the No one had a wig. It was really disappointing. Yeah. What's a good flashback with no wigs? What's the point? Again, I feel like they're they're trying to ship Archer into Paul again in this one as well. Yeah. Very upsetting. Not surprising. He even attempts to name the nebula after the two of them. I'm very happy that Paul was like, listen, you want to yeah. be emotional? Be emotional about the real thing, okay? <laughs> yeah. I also hadn't noticed that the initial Starfleet insignia was a ship, like, going sideways. So the, you know, the upside-down V that we have now. Yeah. On the initial insignia in this episode, it's like gold. It's like a ship flying into the sunset. Did you see that? I never noticed that before. Okay. How did you feel about Robinson? Did you like Robinson? I don't care. 
I just don't care. Listeners, I'm trying. I'm so <laughs> bored. I'm so bored. Like, we've talked about this behind the scenes. We want this season to be over. This season doesn't feel fun anymore. And these three episodes, the only the only good thing is that the season is over next episode. And then it's all. it can only go up from here. I really hope so, Andrea. You've seen it, so I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope that's I mean, a at least we have a relationship. We know that that's on the horizon still. Yes. Very dull episode. Yeah. And nothing even comes of the the nebula. Like, it's just, oh, they find it. Archer was right and T'Pol was wrong. T'Pol was wrong. T'Pol was wrong. Very upsetting. But then she was very right to name it. After him. Yeah. Oh, then she, yeah, she actually nailed <laughs> she, it. Then. She yeah. mended her ways. <laughs> she made it up for it. Yeah. 100%. Do you want to move on? <laughs> Do you want to just skim through the awards quickly? Yeah. Do you want a spin-off of a character? I would like to see a spin-off Star of Trek the... Star Robinson? Of, I was going to say of the Nebula. <laughs> I mean, 40 minutes just watching the Nebula would probably be more interesting than... Yeah. Uh, horniest moment. No. Lying on a t-shirt. No. Will this be a contender for best or worst episode? Not the worst, because the previous one exists. I think I preferred... Don't say it. Quark. <laughs> I, I actually, I forgot to mention that I loved the, the production design's decision to use, you know, those really 90s, early noughties electric lights with the, the lightning as like the Borg above each Borg station. It looked so corny. And is this an episode that you would recommend a new person? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Bounty, episode 25. While surveying an un uninhabited planet, Enterprise is met by a Tellarite ship. Archer is abducted by a Tellarite, hoping to collect a Klingon bounty. I love this description. Because you read the description and you go into the episode being like, oh, oh, and then you're met with bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to deal with the Archer bounty storyline first and get it out of the way? Yes. We, we, we got some follow up. We got some follow up. We did discuss at the time, this is not going to go down well with the Klingons when he broke out of prison. And now we know there's a bounty on his head. Yep. And we know that the Tellarite can be manipulated into being good but we also i i think i mean i don't think they did but archer and trip should take a lesson from this in don't be so fucking naive and gullible as well i mean i probably would have fallen for his trap as well oh you want to show me all the cool sights on this planet yeah deadly <laughs> so thank you so much oh my god yeah oh my god i thought we were going to get more arguments with i'm rushing through these because i know we want to get to the Paul. I thought we'd get more arguments. They mentioned that the Tellarites like to argue. I mean, they argued between them. Yeah, to be honest, I spent most of most of the episode bit where it was on that storyline. I was thinking, oh, hurry up and get back to Paul, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but so I I missed that. I, I don't know if we actually saw Archer and the Tellarite planning his escape. That was just revealed at the end. I think so. I mean, okay. I wasn't paying attention at all. <laughs> you were also thinking, let's get back to the vault. Yeah, I was thinking, let's get this over with, please. Yeah. 
Blurf, let this this suffering end. Will it come back again? I don't know. I'm curious to find out if the Klingons will be continuing. We never know with this show. Yeah, we don't know. We just don't know. Again, worth mentioning, events of co-janitor, not mentioned in either this episode or our first flight. Seems Strip got over that pretty quickly. Yeah. Great therapist, whoever they are on Starship Enterprise. (laughs) Fantastic. Well done. Give them a raise. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so. When you watched it, you sent me an eyes emoji. Yeah, now I don't know. Did I use those correctly? Yes. Now that you know why I sent them. Yes. That was the correct use of them. Okay. And I was like, I don't think there's anything with Trip and T'Pol happening this episode. So that's where my mind went, which is not too far. It's not too far. Because... I, mean, I had hopes. That's where my mind was going. I know. But no. I mean, it's less T'Pol and Archer than the rest of the seasons. So... Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so T'Pol is forced by some virus or bacteria or organism to go into Ponfar. Did you know what Ponfar was? Uh, No. So I do have questions on that. Okay, go ahead. Can I just briefly go through my notes? And I haven't edited these. I'm just going to read them as I wrote them. Okay. First note, very innocent. Hadn't got started yet. Flux and Decon. We haven't seen that before, obviously. We haven't. Second note, when he drags over the curtain, Flox is inhibited because, you know, we've obviously seen him talk to Trip about his wife and sexuality on Denoble and never got the impression that Flox was inhibited that way before. Next note, what is happening to Paul? Two question marks. <laughs> to Paul is emotional. Exclamation point. Caps, all caps. To Paul is horny? <laughs> All caps. All caps. Pon far. I still didn't know what it was at that point. Um, Mate or die. All caps again. Then why are they wasting our time on this Archer plot when T'Pol wants to fuck? (laughs) Very fair point. Trip brought supper. This was when I was getting hopeful. T'Pol breaks out. She goes straight to D deck. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then no, not read. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, your notes so yeah, are my, better that than That was the my episode. emotional journey. Yeah. On this. So yeah, okay. please can you explain Ponfar? Okay, so Ponfar is basically the mating cycle of Vulcans. Because as we know. They don't feel emotions and things physiologically the same way that humans do. So they have their own mating cycle. The same way that humans don't have a mating cycle. But you could say that it's women's hormonal cycle every month. They have Ponfar. Vulcans have prearranged marriages from when they're kids. As we know from Spock. Yeah. And Spock later on. So when Ponfire happens, there's a ceremony, and then there's a wedding, and then... I don't want spoiler! I don't want a spoiler! So, yes, if they don't mate, they die. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was for us. 
Like, you have to fuck at least once a month or you're dead. <laughs> I do remember something vaguely about once every seven years, but I'm not sure. She says seven years. Well, no, no, sorry. She doesn't say seven years, but it was mentioned in the episode where Trip is asking the Vulcan from that other ship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The where, When the rape happened. Yep. Yeah, so basically... Married Vulcans would only mate every seven So basically married humans as well. Yeah. I have a big question at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Because it's really weirdly worded and mm-hmm. phrased. Did Flock send to Paul Flock? No. Because she asks... Did we? Oh, the noble males aren't comfortable discussing such topics. But... If they didn't, surely he would just say no. I don't think they fucked. I don't I don't want to think they did. I want to think they didn't. I want to think they didn't, but I also believe that they didn't. The fact that he's being coy about it and it was like, it doesn't straight out say no. Like, why wouldn't he just say straight no? Listen, maybe they did. What? I don't know. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look up what fan theories there are. So yeah, I mean, a lot of contenders for, for horny moments in this episode. Uh, are they horny or are they disgusting? Because they included Reed. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't use this to get Trip and to fall together. Obviously, I want them to get together. At this point, but... I will take anything. I will take it. I will take it. If this is the <laughs> excuse for them to start dating, I will fucking take it. Give it to me! That's what she was said. <laughs> I mean, literally. Um... You have the cure. It's unethical for you to withhold it, Doctor. Which I thought was very funny. Listen, that was a good line. Like, this episode is so much better than the other two, first of all. But oh, miles. Yeah. Miles. Miles kilometers but also very funny because it's the first time that we've seen Tapol like this because any other time I think that we've seen her horny was like a dream or someone else's it wasn't yeah. actually her it was some yeah, exactly. Reed's dream or yeah so it was interesting but it's just again in it it's just again they're they're putting two plot lines together that they don't fit like yeah. Give us a full episode of Topol being so horny that she breaks out of the decontamination room and goes around to every male and female. No discrimination here. Every male and female to get fucking laid. Yeah. Until she reaches Hoshi and Hoshi agrees. <laughs> if you don't want this to be the start of Trip and Topol, that's fine, but Hoshi would do it for a friend. She's a girl's girl. Hoshi is a girl's girl. <laughs> yeah, she'll take that bullet. She would take that bullet and any mm-hmm. other bullet. Mm-hmm. I know you were saying that, you you know, obviously it was paired with a shit storyline, but at the same time, we're blessed that it was paired with a storyline that took Archer off the ship. Yes. I agree. Can you imagine? The no, <laughs> don't want to. It was it was really <laughs> hard to see her with Reed. I would not have wanted Archer there. 
please. I beg. Yeah, and then when when Trip arrived with the with the the food, Trip, she's saying, "I'm hungry." Our meals will be here soon. I wasn't referring to food. And then Trip brings supper. I thought thought him and Vlox were going to do a swaparoo. That's what should have happened. I'm telling you, give me them at any at oh. any cost. No, I don't. I don't think that's how they should get together. Because I mean, she's not, she's not in a right state. How? So I know. I remember how they start getting together. I'm not gonna say when or how or where. No, or, please don't. But I want you to tell me how you think they will, or how you hope. Um, it needs to be a proper courtship of movie nights and. Uh-huh. Look, I'm not gonna complain if they do just end up ripping each other's clothes off in a tight situation. They're scared they're never going to see Enterprise again. You know, that's fine. But I think, you know, the flirtation is clearly there. The chemistry is clearly there. The groundwork to, to build it up. I obviously don't want it to be slow, but I think that would be the right way to do it. Okay. I just wish they'd started two, two seasons, seasons ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, so usually in fandoms, or, like, when there's a show, people usually have... Like, they, they don't always agree on the ships, right? Like, the protagonist gets with someone and they're like, oh, I don't like it, or I like it, or whatever. Mm. I have never met anybody that was like, oh, I wish it was Reed and Paul or Archer and Paul. I think we... No, of course not. We all have eyes in this show. Yeah. And we're like, please. Yeah. Please. Because... What's great about Trip and the Paul is that it's not even a, it's not even a will, you know, it's not a classic will they, won't they, where some episodes they kind of hate each other and it's that like angry flirtation where they're just ragging on each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a kind of mutual respect there. Now, there yeah. the, at the beginning, there was definitely a bit of animosity, obviously, from Trip because he didn't trust Vulcans. Because he was a but racist. Grown over time and now it is genuinely flirtatious and he's asking her to movie night. And then yeah, Trip, think- um, Archer is coming in and stealing her. They grew to like each other in a more personal way. Yeah. And I think the fact that Trip is a golden retriever helped mm. tremendously. And I'm curious, I am curious, I'm looking forward to seeing it because I do feel it's definitely, I think Trip is doing a lot of the work at the moment in terms of that flirtation. But I think that's also because he's human and he knows how to flirt, whereas Paul yeah. is obviously illogical. You can see that there's warmth there towards him but she's not kind of openly flirting yet. Mm-hmm. Um, except when she teased him about his harmonica playing. That was blatant flirtation. <laughs> yes. Except she flirts in a, in a... I mean, we humans do that as well, which is not surprising because this show was written by humans. But she flirts in a mean way to make fun of him. Yeah. And that's very... I, I love that. That's how I want to be flirted with by women. Please make fun of me. If you're a man and you flirt with me like that, I will fucking murder you. But if you're a woman, you're allowed. But they're not at each other's throats. And it's no. like obvious, oh, they're just fighting because they just really want to fuck. They're genuinely just... It's. Please get your hands to yourself. Don't be nasty. Because we already... We've, we've been here. But yeah, I mean... I, I'm really ready for them to get to get back. Me too. 
And I am even more excited for you to see how they get together and for you to tell me your opinions of it. I'm so excited. So I'm curious then, like, so the Vulcan mating cycle is every seven years. Mm. They're in heat every seven years. Yeah. Can they still get horny outside of those seven years? I would say so. I mean, being in, in heat or like compare it like, to... Yeah, like sex doesn't being... have to be for mating. Right. What I compare it to is to being fertile. Yeah. And being ready for procreation. So for females, humans with ut- uteri, we, like the people that have normal cycles during ovulation, we get hornier because our body's like, hello, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time. And yeah. we usually ignore it because like, no, it's not time. No. Um, <laughs> But that doesn't mean that we cannot have sex the rest of the month. So yeah, of course. I would just assume that the need is bigger, but they can still do it. But they're Vulcans, so they can control it. Sure. They have different bodies. They have different anatomies. They don't get horny the same way. Yeah. So is is Paul a virgin? Nah, I don't... Look at her. I mean, I'd be surprised, but Vulcans, who knows? Mating cycle every seven years. I mean, she's not married. Oh, so it's every seven years outside of marriage, and she's like 70. So yeah, no, she couldn't be. But she's not married. Yeah, exactly. This is why I'm asking. So, But how? But you, the way you explained Pon Far is that it's when But I don't married, know. I don't know. No, I don't know if they have to be married. I think they usually get married because of it, but... So they, could, they can just do it to get rid of the Pon Far and not procreate. I think so. To not die, basically. Let's fuck so we don't die. Is it just for women that they face death, or is it for males as well? I'm pretty sure for everybody. Okay, interesting. But I'm not 100%, don't quote me on this. We'll find out when we get to a show with a... (laughs) In 3,000 years. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely, of the three episodes, this was definitely the better one. Yeah. I'm glad we decided to do three. What a coincidence. Yeah. (laughs) What a coincidence it was that this was the one with more to pull and less everybody else. Again, I just want to point out again that uh, Jolene is a fantastic actress. Yeah, 100%. In all three episodes, even though she doesn't have much to do in the other ones. <laughs> just to be there. She's she's great. She can turn it on when she needs to, literally. She can turn us on when she needs to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did genuinely, I mean, because I know I mentioned it briefly in my notes, but did you find it strange that Flox was inhibited, as he said, or shy in the decontaminated chamber? No, because I think, I don't think he was being shy for himself as much as he was trying to be polite. Um, Especially with it being a human, uh, sorry, a Vulcan and a female Vulcan. I think it was just out of respect. Maybe if he had been Trip, he wouldn't have put on the the curtain. But I think it was just a respect thing. And then it didn't matter because they had to help each other with their backs. It was really funny when he was the one applying cream to her. like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it was him being shy. I think it was more out of respect. Do we go on to awards? Yeah. Okay, so a spin-off of a character. No. You don't want to see the Tellarite? The Tellarite? Mm, I mean, they were kind of interesting, but no. <laughs> Me neither. 
Horniest moment. I mean, there's the three moments that I've already referred to. Yeah. I'm hungry. Our meals will be here soon. I wasn't referring to food. That was, I think that was the one for me. I'm hungry. I wasn't referring to food. Yeah, that's... I have felt like that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, then there's the... You have the cure. It's unethical for you to withhold it, Doctor. That's a good one, too. That is just pure, not even trying to hide it anymore. No, that that was like, give me the fucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> I need that vitamin D. Give it to me. <laughs> uh, and then, it's this is definitely not a winner, but I think I just wanted to, to talk about it. Let's get you back to the doctor. I can't return to the doctor. He's refusing to treat me. How long has it been? I beg your pardon. Since you've made it. I've seen the way you look at me. On the bridge. Why don't we discuss this in Decon? My quarters would be more comfortable. No, thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I think when Trip comes to bring the dinner and he's like... I had Chef make you some... She all right? Um, because it's not a horny moment, but it's he noticed, you know. <laughs> he noticed something up. He he's like, "Are we good?" Yeah, yeah I, I like that one, but it's not like very horny. It's just like you just change places with Flo. There's a moment because that's he asks, "Is she fine?" When she starts like scoffing down the food, and then. He asks Flox, and she kind of turns and notices him. Is like, oh, there's there's another man that I could. <laughs> they gotta convince. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A line on a t-shirt. No. Will this? Well, I mean, I think I'm hungry, but not for food would be a good one if you add an image underneath, like Pedro Pascal. Can I plan? No, <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, okay. <laughs> like a, a person yeah. that you fancy. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Will this be a contender for best or worst episode? I don't think so. No. And is this an episode that you would recommend a new person getting into Star Trek? No. No. I don't want them to expect Vulcans to be getting horny any minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That would be setting their expectations way too high. Way too high. And also, was the Paul right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was right. She was right about being in... She was experienced she in was, far. Yeah, she was right horny. <laughs> so, Andre, we're heading into season two finale. Uh, yes, finally! Finally. And I noticed... It's not a part one. It's not called part one. Well, it doesn't matter for them, dude. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Andrea doesn't care. She just wants to watch it. Yeah, I just want <laughs> to go on to season three and then season four, and I want to be done with Enterprise, and I want to go on to shows that I haven't seen. That's what I want. Yeah. But 
Yeah, so next week is going to be the finale. So we hope you're excited as we are excited for this season to be over and done with. Please. Thank you for joining us on this week's episodes. Hope you enjoyed and we'll be back next week for the finale. You can follow us on Twitter, Blue Sky, TikTok and Instagram at potmeupscotty and you can email us at potmeupscotty at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. too long do you wear wigs uh no i do not have you worn wigs no i have not will you wear wigs maybe when will you wear wigs 